You're now tuned in to the Presently Here podcast with your hype host, Anjanae. This podcast is to help you understand and maybe even realize the areas in your life that need some tweaking. But before we jump into the realization conversations, don't forget to go over and join our Discord community and we will see you on the flip side. Bye. Hi, babies. What's up, bro? How are you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty smooth. That's good. Yeah. Go to sleep okay? D- yeah. <laughs> I gotta ask. Even though we had this conversation in the car, but we didn't have a car talk, so. Right. But your morning smooth? Hmm? Your morning smooth? Yeah, it's pretty smooth. You know what I found out? What? The other day. That I feel better if I don't eat right away. Yeah. Waiting later in the day to eat. Yeah. Maybe about like 12. But then again, it makes me feel like when I wake up that I want to eat. That I should eat, I should say. I'm not a big breakfast person either way, but I feel as though I have to eat in the morning. Well, majority of the time people are raised as if eating in the morning is a tradition. So You think so? It's not a tradition. But we've been raised as like, oh, eat in the morning. So you be, you know, get have your grains. More, have more energy. Have more energy. I think a good drink, smoothie, shake, or something in the morning. Mm-hmm. Water. You know, you tell me that all the time. Right. Drink your water so everything flows through before you eat a steak in the afternoon. <laughs> but uh, today's topic is basically about overthinking your uh, process towards your future. Mm-hmm. So with that topic, what does that, does that give you any like ideas or like, thoughts first thing that comes to mind yeah um i guess you could say that the first thing that comes to mind overthinking on things you're reaching for basically is uh don't think too hard set a goal identify why you want the goal and don't put pressure on the steps or understand the steps as in respect them respect them one thing <laughs> right like respect the steps that it's going to take to for you to get you know to that goal Right. I feel like a lot of people overthink it because one, they don't know the steps or simply they know they can't handle it just yet. But that's the whole process. Or no, that's the whole point of going through the process. What do you mean can't handle it? So obviously the whole goal, right? Say like if a person is making 50000 a year, right? And their goal is to make 120 Right. They're going to feel the pressure of wanting to make 120 True. Right. Because that's their goal, right? Exactly. Okay. That feels like a lot of people put too much pressure on the goal, right? Because they're not respecting the goal. They have to go through the steps so they'll be able to even withstand. Because if you think about it, people who say, I want this certain amount of money, they most likely don't have it because they're not ready for it. So a lot of people feel the pressure if they're at step one. They feel the pressure because they know they're not ready for it today. Okay. I mean, you can't. I mean, society nowadays seems as though that you can make something in a couple of days or a week. Right. Um, but logically, it takes time. Yeah, logically, it takes time. Because if you if you get it today, what are you doing with it? I think... <laughs> okay, so if you got $100,000 today, right. what would you do with it? 
Killing debt investing? What do you mean? Killing the debt. What do I mean? That's a question. You just answered it. <laughs> well, what I'm saying, what do you mean? It's like a no duh, like uh Oh well, yeah, but you just said, you know, when someone gets their end goal, what are you gonna do with it today? Right. Today yeah. I would make sure I would have everything in my name debt free, make sure everything that's in the LLC has everything going for it. So obviously I like art, so all the let's just say you said a hundred thousand, right? Uh-huh. I think so. Yeah, I said 200 I don't know one, one. You said one of the two. <laughs> and simply just killing up debt and making sure the LOCs that I have are more, you know... Are growing. Or in better positions than they were when I was in debt, personally. Right. Right. right? So the $100,000, I would just split it up into LOC. So my art, LOC, mm -hmm. management, you know, things of that nature. So Building a team. Exactly. Yeah. Playing it smart and investing or make sure my companies are investing right. and then my companies will be able to take care of me. You know what I would do? What? If I just got sent, wired, whatever, wherever it came from. A hundred thousand, right? I would probably do a dance. I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. I'm done. Ooh, ooh. And then I would pay off debt. <laughs> but I would dance because, I mean, once you reach a new level of income, I mean, it's very, I guess, breathtaking in mm -hmm. a way. And mm -hmm. also, um, if you worked so hard for it, you know, you just. Be me working for it, though. No, if you if you said you would just receive the hundred thousand, what would you do to receive the hundred thousand? Nothing. You got airdrop to you. Okay, I mean, if you want to put it in that sense, I'm just saying, airdrop wired, I got it. Like, you right, but you work for it. You said, you said once you work up to that, so it's like, you said two different things. Anyway, I got it. I'm gonna do my little dance and then put the money in debt and mm -hmm. building a company. Mm -hmm. So that's I mean, we're on the same page, right. so that makes sense. Same lines. Um, but overthinking, the actual definition for overthinking mm -hmm. is you dwell or worry about the same thought repeatedly. Right. That's overthinking. Right. I didn't think that was the full definition. I thought overthinking was just like, you're thinking of this one thing and you're, um, I guess, picking out other things that could go wrong or go right. Or it's like, oh, that's overthinking to me. Not, uh, dwelling on one thing. Mm-hmm. And um, that same thing coming up. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm, I'm thinking more so in the deeper sense of, um, in my own experience, overthinking, I think about the pros and cons. Right. So that's what makes me overthink. And it's like, right. worry, yes, and dwell on that. Um, but what does, um, did you think that the definition actually meant that? Mm -hmm. That was the actual definition you kind of came up. Of overthinking? Yeah. This is dwelling. Dwelling? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my first question for you, mm -hmm. for you, is what's something you overthought about recently? Recently? Mm hmm Put in present. Present. Something that I've overthought. Mm-hmm. Recently, just been this hospitality management. That's about it. Yeah. Just getting to it or not really reaching the end goal, but getting the ball running. I mean, obviously, it is already running because I'm already in the field. Mm -hmm. But um, doing it for self instead of doing it for someone else's company is something I've overthought. Okay. 
You overthought that? Yeah. It's like, uh, having like overthinking, but you can say dwelling, like it's just been on my mind consistently. Um, and then just identifying, uh, sorry, just identifying not what it takes, but who to communicate with. What it takes. Yeah, but in my head, I feel as though I already know what it takes. Now I need to communicate more on, you know, because in, in my mind, when I reach out to other people to see their process on how they became successful in that uh, in that field, it's pretty much checking off my own box to making sure, okay, yes, I'm on the right path. Because right. I already feel as though I'm on the right path, but I want to make sure that, you know, uh, you can say there's a, a sense of scarcity because I don't know if this is... Uh, I'm not saying I don't know if it's the right way or not, but I want to make sure that um, I'm checking all the boxes, basically. Right. So, and I know that comes with trial and error. I'll figure it out by myself. But um, it's it. like it's like reading a book on fitness. Of course, you're going to read the book so you can, you know, get over those humps that you know that'll, uh, you know, get you farther along right. faster. But so, reading a book on fitness isn't. I don't feel as though it's the same as you know, doing it. Like reading a book, you don't have to go through the pain. You could, you could think about it, but going to the gym and actually working out and going through that. When I'm saying reading a book, it's, it's identifying the structure. Okay. So it's not like... So guidelines? Yes, it's the guidelines, like bumpers. And okay, that, right? bumpers when you're right. playing bowling. Right, right. got you. And... <laughs> It's not that you know I I'm hesitating. It's actually more more furious, or, or you could say more on fire about just communicating more to different people who are already in the actual field doing it for their own companies. Right. So I'm reading the books and reaching out so I know where my bumpers are or where where my base needs to be. Like what do I need to put in structures to even start? Right. Um, like I said, I'm already in the field technically, so I already have a somewhat base, but I want to make sure I can cover. I mean broader. Yeah, brought her out to make sure I know exactly. I build starting here. Right. Right. Do you think that um, it's hard to reach out to the people that are already actually in that field or your where your goal is to where you want to um, get to? Is it hard to reach out to them? those type of people? No, we have social media. You can reach out to anybody. Yeah, but getting in contact with them actually and then responding. You already did your job. What do you mean? If you're if you're emailing them, you message them on Instagram, you message them on Twitter. You can social media, email everything through message, right? That they can read. Mm-hmm. Or in real life, you can simply just become identify where they hang out at. So say if though I, I only want to learn from someone who does multifamily or even uh duplex no not even duplex but like mansion airbnbs right okay yeah i just need to become friends of their friends because if they're not answering me on social media or by email i need to identify what location they're in right because obviously i'm trying to be in that field and if they are the only person or there's only a, a small amount of people uh, in my area, then I just need to identify where do all of those people hang out at? Are those, do, do they have similar friends or, you know, who is Instagram suggesting, right? Mm-hmm. Then maybe I shouldn't go direct to the source. Maybe I should see, you know, what is, what is the source, you know, break off into, which is pretty much their friends or their family. Right. How can I get in contact with them without getting in contact with them? Right. Okay. So it's like, not name dropping, but like, I guess, 
connecting with who they surround themselves with and I guess hoping for a it's connection with them or an opportunity. Yes, it's an opportunity, an opportunity of learning. So say, say if though uh, a person wants to be a photographer, but he only really wants to do hyper cars, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to go to where those hypercars are, already do the job before asking, but ask the people next to the hypercars. Don't directly go to the hypercars because the hypercars, they're going to see you be the main person doing everyone else's cars. They're going to want it too mm -hmm. because they are in that significant like area. So they're identifying that you're in the area. They see that you didn't ask them, but they wanted to participate because everyone likes photos of themselves or even their cars. It's like a statement piece for their house, basically. Okay. So, okay. So I'm going to just run it back, right? So you're saying connect with the people that are around before you connect with the main person. Correct. So when they see you're connecting with who they're around, they're interested in you. It's yes. And yes. it works. It works even better that way because <laughs> now you're a suggestion, right? Right. You're recommended by right. one of their friends. You're even, you gain even more trust because if you go directly to the source, they might completely kick you out because they don't know nothing about you or they haven't seen any of any of your work. Right. But if you work with their friends, their friends can show the main sources where you're trying to head. Gotcha. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I think I think that's a hundred percent true. I think I didn't think about it like that, but then again, I'm thinking the main like say you want to get in touch with Beyonce, right? You're not going to go straight to Beyonce because Beyonce is going to be very hard to get in right. contact with. Right. So you're going to figure out who does she hang out with? Who does she really communicate with? Blah, blah, blah. Who is she around? Where is she usually? Or, or, or even really like, what's her business? <laughs> like, what's her business? Yeah. So like, um, kind of really doing your research if you think about it. Of right. Like, um, the environment that she surrounds herself with or... Yeah, basically. So not full on blown stalking, but really getting to know the other person's environment. Right. To lifestyle. Yeah. To basically get to your end goal. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. I never thought about it like that. Really mine? No, because that that actually seems a little bit easier than trying to target the main person. Right. And like the best way to say, like, if your goal, uh, kind of like Grant Cardone says, if your goal is to just do something, aim higher than that, or even aim for what's in the facility mm -hmm. of that. Cause say, say if though that you want to, uh, make 200, 300,000 a year, mm -hmm. right? You don't just aim for that one thing that'll make you 300. You identify what are three things that can make you 300. 300 consistently. Exactly. Right. But. If you have three things, just one of those have to make 100. If you're trying to reach 300, you just have three things that make 100. Right. So instead of aiming for the source, you place like, you know, houses, like you play Monopoly, you know? So if, you're, if your hotel is Beyonce, but you need three houses to get a hotel, what three artists or three companies you need to work with to get to the hotel? Jay-Z. No, not Jay Z. <laughs> I mean, he's right there. <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know who Beyonce really talks to. Her kids, like, okay. <laughs> but you 
can social media email everything through message right that they can read mm-hmm. or in real life you can simply just become identify where they hang out at so say if though i only want to learn from someone who does multifamily or even uh duplex no not even duplex but like mansion airbnbs right okay yeah I just need to become friends of their friends because if they're not answering me on social media or by email, I need to identify what location they're in, right? Okay. Because obviously I'm trying to be in that field and if they are the only person or there's only a, a small amount of people uh, in my area, then I just need to identify where do all of those people hang out at? Are those, do, do they have similar friends or, you know, who is Instagram suggesting, right? Mm-hmm. Then maybe I shouldn't go direct to the source. Maybe I should see, you know, what is what is the source you know break off into which is pretty much their friends or their family how can i get in contact with them without getting in contact with them right okay so it's like not name dropping but like i guess connecting with who they surround themselves with and i guess hoping for a connection with them or an opportunity yes it's an opportunity opportunity of learning so say say if though uh a person wants to be a photographer but he only really wants to do hyper cars right mm-hmm. he's going to go to where those hyper cars are already do the job before asking but ask the people next to the hyper cars don't directly go to the hyper cars because the hyper cars they're going to see you be the main person doing everyone else's cars they're going to want it too mm-hmm. because they are in that significant like area so they're identifying that you're in the area they see that you didn't ask them but they wanted to participate because everyone likes photos of themselves or even their cars it's like a statement piece for their house basically okay so okay so i'm gonna just run it back right so you're saying connect with the people that are around before you connect with the main person correct so when they see you're connecting with who they're around they're interested in you it's yes and it works it works even better that way because (laughs) now you're a suggestion right right you're recommended by one of their friends you're even you gain even more trust because if you go directly to the source they might completely kick you out because they don't know nothing about you or they haven't seen any of any of your work but if you work with their friends their friends can show the main sources where you're trying to head yeah yeah what do you think i think i think that's 100 percent true I think I didn't think about it like that, but then again, I'm thinking the main, like, say you want to get in touch with Beyonce, right? You're not going to go straight to Beyonce because Beyonce is going to be very hard to get in contact with. So you're going to figure out who does she hang out with? Who does she really communicate with? Blah, blah, blah. Who is she around? Where is she usually? Or or, or even like, what's her business? Like, what's her business? (laughs) Yeah. So like, um, kind of really doing your research, if you think about it, of like, um the environment that she surrounds herself with or yeah basically so not full-on blown stalking but really getting to know the other person's environment right to lifestyle yeah to basically get to your end goal Mm -hmm. i like that Mm -hmm. i never thought about it like that blow your mind no, because that, that actually seems a little bit easier than trying to target the main person. Right. And like the best way to say, like, if your goal, uh, kind of like Grant Cardone says, if your goal is to just do something, aim higher than that, or even aim for what's in the facility mm-hmm. of that. Because say, say if though that 
you want to uh, make 200, 300,000 a year, mm-hmm. right? You don't just aim for that one thing that'll make you 300. You identify what are three things that can make you 300. 300 consistently. Exactly. Right. But if you have three things, just one of those have to make 100. If you're trying to reach 300, you just have three things that make 100. Right. So instead of aiming for the source, you place like, you know, houses, like you play Monopoly, you know? So if if your hotel is beyonce but you need three houses to get a hotel what three artists or three companies you need to work with to get to the hotel jay-z no not jay-z <laughs> i mean he's right there <laughs> but yeah that makes sense <laughs> i'm like i don't even know who beyonce really talks to her kids like okay <laughs> but Right. of having to oh how can i get to the main person and blah 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 you know you, you get stressed and it's just like right. there's an easier it, it route it seems so big right, right. In, but in reality it's just little processes exactly gotcha um my next question for you is when you catch yourself overthinking what do you what do you say or do to uh snap out of it um snapping out of overthinking simplifying it it's like it's like it's like reminding yourself you're only at step one and then reminding yourself what is left at step one so you can get to step two and that's it it's like overthinking comes from not knowing the correct process or the correct steps to take and if you don't know the correct steps just see what someone else did or what did you write down in the beginning as for notes okay so you evaluate your process and where you are where you came Exactly, and then just set a timer for you to relax. Like you, you just set a timer. Yeah, set a timer to relax. So I'm gonna work, work, work for an hour, and then take a 20 minute break. And then when that 20 minute break comes, then you do whatever you want. You train okay. your brain to remember that break time is almost here. It's just like getting out of class. Like yo, I know there's 10 minutes left, but I want to leave. So I'm, I'm like, think of that as overthinking. Right. right. I know I'm overthinking, but I just need to keep working and figure this out. And then I know I can relax in the next 20 minutes. That's like when you're like um, at work and you're um, basically like, oh, time's like kind of flying by because you're actually like working. working. Right. <laughs> so that's you're overthinking because you're not working right. or you're lost in the process, what you're in right now. Yeah, you're overthinking time. Exactly. And time is just. It's nothing. Time is nothing. Time is daytime. They How much light, light do you have? Like, <laughs> that's the only thing you need to worry about. Like time, people put limits and times on when you have throughout the day. Your day stops when you're ready to take a break and getting ready for bed. Yeah. But in reality, time wasn't here where we were only paying attention to daytime and nighttime. True. We were so, looking at actual time. Exactly. We were just looking at, okay, look how much sun is left. Like, right. That's when you identify where you're time was almost done for working like relax throughout the whole entire day and then just simply recuperate identify by tomorrow what what else do you need to do like overthinking comes from not knowing you know what's the next step or i'm losing time like when in reality you're not losing time you're just running out of daytime and that's it but who says you can't work at sunset or nighttime true you can consistently work all day if you wanted to exactly you can, give your breaks. You can work all day, and if you want to sleep for eight hours, you can still sleep for eight hours. I say give it six. 
six hours. Everyone loves eight hours. So I'm I just saying it out. I love ten hours sleep. Whatever. I'm not even lying. I don't, I don't even think I would like ten hours. But um, it w- it would be waking up and then falling back to sleep. Right. For a couple hours. But I've done that. But that's why I say I like ten hours. And just just I feel as though that's the only reason why people um do that. Just think about your brain hesitating or you know being flabbergasted because it's like what the fuck am i supposed to do or a lot of people still feel the pressure of the bigger goal so like if my goal is to run a mile i'm just going to reach for a quarter mile or a third of a mile first do push-ups take a two-minute break and then run another uh half a mile or a quarter mile or a third of a mile and then you just do step by step because there's no reason to aim for a whole mile just aim for a quarter or a third. Like, well, why do you think people beat themselves up for not achieving that? Because they mile? want the full mile. They only thinking of the mile. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just a mile. Right. It's just a mile. And then you get there, you get a quarter and like, shit. I feel like I'm failing because I'm tired at a quarter. But in reality, what if you aimed for a quarter and you still reached your goal? Right. It's progress in that whole process. Exactly. Ooh, you progress can't just... in the process. What fire. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that does definitely does make sense of um, just, I guess, reaching your goal, you know, really reaching the halfway mark and doing the push-ups, like giving yourself that extra oomph, but rest and then finish it. It's like, I guess the end goal is just really just finishing at the mile. Right. Do you, that's do you the, think that's the, the time end goal. Like there's a there's a difference between target and end goal, because a lot of companies they work quarterly or yearly, right? Mm-hmm. Their goal is probably a million dollars a year, right? But their target. Target. Exactly, that's our target. Our goal is a million. Right. But how many times can we hit 250? A lot. Exactly. Over If you know how to do it once, you can do it multiple times. Exactly. Stop worrying about the end goal. Yeah. Just focus on what you target. So just like with the mile, you aim for a half or a third. You're not aiming for a full mile. Or even you can reverse it to Grant Cardone's logic is you're going to get your mile if you aim farther than a mile. Just keep running. Just keep running. There's no target. You just keep running. And then you identify you went past a mile. It was like, oh, I can run longer than a mile. I think I did that when um, I was running. I don't even know if... Oh, we were actually... The first time we ran, I was very surprised that I ran that much. And I didn't have any pain. Exactly. My mind was overthinking of, oh, when's this pain going to start? Because I always have pain on my side when I mm-hmm. run. I'm like, when's this pain going to start? Oh, I feel the tightness. But then it really, it never came. It was all mental. Yeah, it was definitely all mental. You, you talked yourself into pain, but in real life, there was no pain. No, there's usually pain. I well, just didn't have it that day. <laughs> usually, you usually have that when you're running on flat surfaces, not in trails and mountains. That is true, yes. Right. Like, I'm not used to running in the trails and mountains. exactly (laughs) but uh yeah i definitely do i guess that's what really stops me from running is the thought of the pain that comes with running me because i don't run consistently so it's like if i just think about okay my end goal is you know the mile 
not think about the pain mm-hmm. don't overthink about the pain mm-hmm. you'll get through it and then not beat myself down about um i guess having to just jog mm-hmm. or taking a, a break at the half halfway mark mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be another thing is people they don't pep talk themselves either i would say a lot of people would aim say say if those <clears throat> someone is taking this advice and they're running a quarter or third of a mile and you know they take a break they breathe but they don't pep talk themselves just like in the beginning before they hit the first mark mm-hmm. so their goal is a mile and they're targeting half a mile no they're targeting a quarter once you hit the quarter you have the pep talk in the beginning like you're getting ready to start again because you were like hell yeah i'm about to get this quarter mile you need to do the exact same thing on section two which is now you're reaching for the second half a mile no a second quarter mile right hitting the half mark so even though you're halfway there you need to talk to yourself like it's already the beginning again so you have to re i guess mm-hmm. prep yourself re-prep yourself yes re-prep yourself just like because it because it's like once you get closer to the goal a lot of people like to slow down true but what if you talk to yourself like you never started how much fire would you have in you to get to your second mark because a lot of people are like almost there no you're not almost there you have to keep going right why are you celebrating you're not you know we're near close I mean, physically and realistically, you're closer, but you're not 